Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Hi, it's Richard here, your faithful announcer. We are so glad you are listening. Casting our podcast on the waters of providence, trusting we encourage growing, biblical, dynamic, soul-satisfying prayer lives which glorify God. From the pen of Martin Lloyd-Jones, prayer is beyond any question the highest activity of the human soul. Man is at his greatest and highest when upon his knees he comes face to face with God. John Owen adds, I pray God with all my heart that I may be weary of everything else but converse and communion with him. J.C. Riley adds his insight. Never, never may we forget that if we would do good to the world, our first duty is to pray. And now to our fine host, Fred. Thank you for listening. My name is Fred as Richard has told you, and I am the podcast principal. Once again, we do welcome you to this particular episode. It's the first officially of 2023, and we are the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. If you're listening for the very first time, we welcome you as well. Who knew we would make it to 2023 in general and even in specifics? But reading through the book of Numbers at the end of 2022, I was reminded of the year of Jubilee. God introduced that, or it's introduced in the Bible to us in Leviticus 25, and then referenced in Numbers 36. And it occurred to me as I was reading that, that after these last several years, and especially as as crazy as things are in my culture right now, maybe yours too, It might be a good time for a year of jubilee, or at least to pray that way, of jubilee and forgiveness, and we'll see how those things are tied together. But right now, in my culture, the United States of America, the West in general, we embody, as a culture, Isaiah 50.20. Isaiah said there, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet, and sweet or bitter. That's when it occurred to me that a year of jubilee might be just what we need and might be a worthy prayer theme. And I'm going to pray that throughout the year, and maybe not so much on the podcast, but just in my personal life, because I believe that is necessary and true. Now, we've added over the last two years, added to illness, have been controversies on how to handle this time, this different time, this difficult time. And it has sadly divided even brothers and sisters in Christ. But the central theme of the Jubilee is redemption. Redemption and family and trusting God. And then it seemed to me that forgiveness would be a good handmaiden with that idea of Jubilee. A restoration, a time of rest and a time of forgiveness. Now, when we think about the year of Jubilee, it was basically a year of Sabbath a year of rest it was supposed to be for Israel. And central to the Sabbath, and especially a whole year of a Sabbath of rest, is trust, trusting in God. Now, I would imagine you may be like me. If I am really concerned about something, if I am really nervous about it, 
I can hardly work at anything else but getting that thing fixed. So a year of celebration can only be a year of celebration when we trust, and especially for us when we trust in God. But it's a hard thing to do, even good things. Jesus in the New Testament said the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. But the legalistic Jews turned that from a time of rest and freedom to a time of enslavement, truly. And that's our temptation. When God gave manna to Israel in their travels, he said, pick up just what you need for today, and then you can get some more tomorrow. And many of them didn't listen. They gathered up a whole bunch. When they got up the next morning, the manna they had gathered, not trusting, had been turned wormy and was inedible. And he said, I told you, just get what you need. Tomorrow I will supply. They had to trust. And then on the day before the Sabbath, their day of rest, he said, pick up twice as much as you need, because tomorrow there won't be any. And believe me, trust in me, I will make that manna good to eat tomorrow. But again, many of them did not trust in God. They only picked up what they needed for the day, and the next day they didn't have anything to eat. But that's our temptation, to trust in the physical, to trust in what we normally see and not trust in our God, who is the God of the impossible. So as we're praying for a year of Jubilee, if you want to join me with that, we can be praying that we will trust in the kind providence of the last few years. God is working things for our good, whether we see it in the moment or not. And we can trust in him that his will is being done. And when we do that, that will give us a year of jubilee, a year of peace. And tied also to trusting is forgiveness. When we read God's introduction to the year of jubilee, we read this. Leviticus 5, 10 and 11. You shall thus consecrate the 50th year and proclaim a release through the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his own property, and each of you shall return to his family. You shall have the fiftieth year as a jubilee. You shall not sow nor reap its aftergrowth, nor gather from its untrimmed vines, for it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall eat its crops out of the field. Now, if you can imagine not trusting in God to supply a two-day supply of manna, how difficult is it to trust in him for a whole year? And he even says so. Later, he has Moses, just a couple of verses later, he has Moses, or a few verses later, he has Moses tell Israel this. But if you say, what are we going to eat on the seventh year if we do not sow or gather in our crops? Then I will order my blessing for you in the sixth year that it will bring forth a crop of three years. So he says, I'm going to supply. But again, the temptation is there to not listen. So when we pray for a year of jubilee and forgiveness, we're praying, I'm praying that Christians all over the world will trust, will trust in him. And I do believe it's true that trust is necessary. And we need to rely on Jesus to forgive. We need to trust him that we can forgive and that we can leave vengeance to him. Over the last couple of years in the pandemic, there have been things that have happened and people who have made strategies, and that has separated brother from brother, 
in many cases. And so when we pray for Jubilee, we pray for that year, we are praying that old relationships that have been strained can be restored. Just along with the year of Jubilee, it was a year of redemption and rest. So we're praying for relationships. We're praying, perhaps you need just some rest from the physical things, some financial blessings or circumstantial blessings. But as you need those, we are praying, or at least I'm going to pray, for the next year to be a redemption of those things. And it all begins with forgiveness, even the year of Jubilee. The slaves were set free. The people who had somehow gone poor and had to sell themselves They were set free. Their land was given back to them. The families were brought back together to their inheritance. And so I'm praying it's the same for the church and obviously giving God a broad latitude in what he is going to do in individual lives. I'm not wise enough to know that, but I will be praying for this year to restore what has been taken. And a year of Jubilee, we need to be released in our ability to forgive like we're supposed to. Some of us have been hurt. Not me per se, but some of us have. We need to be released and redeemed to be godly in asking for forgiveness. And we need to be at peace. We need to remember that God is the God of vengeance. That's not our job. Our job is to pray for our enemies and do good to those who've hurt us. So as we think of a year of Jubilee, I am praying that 2023 will be a year of peace and trust and forgiveness and restoration in every aspect of life. On my prayer list, I have some general prayers that I pray for people. And one day a week, Tuesdays, I pray that God's people will be protected physically, mentally, emotionally, and especially spiritually, that God will protect and surround us in all those ways and keep us from the evil that is around us. And in the same way, that's what I'm praying for 2023. Physically, your needs, our needs, emotionally, mentally, and especially spiritually, that this will be a year of Jubilee. And as we face this year and look for a year of Jubilee, it means two things in particular, I think. One of them is found in Psalm 27, and it's verse 4. David there says, One thing I have asked from the Lord, that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. And then Colossians as a church. And so, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone. Just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. And beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be ye thankful." Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him 
to God the Father. Oh, holy God, how we need a year of jubilee. We bow before you and we say, Father, we need thee. Be in a special way this year, a powerful way in thy presence, so that we will worship you for your promises, who you are, what you've done, and what you're going to do. Lord, it hasn't been 50 years of pestilence. It's just been a few. But I would pray that we would have a year of jubilee, a year where we seek you and your goodness and trust in you. Help us to forgive, help us to trust, and help us to be satisfied with your providences, no matter what they look like to us. We commit this to you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, because we believe it is your will. Give us not only this day, our daily bread, but this year, our daily bread, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you, Jesus, that we can trust in you. We commit this to you again. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let's have a year of jubilee, forgiveness, and enjoyment of God our Savior. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy. To the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Brethren, let's pray for one another. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.